You are listening to Wednesday Comics, brought to you by Roots of the Swamp and WednesdayComics.com. Welcome to Wednesday Comics Christmas Edition. To my left, we have John McClain himself, Alex. Hello, everybody. yippee ki motherfucker. Across the way, we have uh, Buddy the Elf. Hope Santa's coming to town. Hope you find Garrett, your dad. <laughs> Garrett, Garrett. You know what? I wrote down Buddy the Elf, but it was covered, and so I almost went with the old name. Uh, and I am Krampus Marvin. Of course. So if you guys are bad this year, dead. Snow Globe. I'll kill you. I'll kill you. Two Globe seconds. That's what he did. Santa Claus comes to town. He's been good. He takes care of it. When he's gone, Krampus comes in. Cleans it up. Jeez. Oof. What is the date today? Because I did not write it down, and I do not tell 1221. Very good. You know what? 2016. Uh, Surprise to you. You actually did write it down. No, I didn't. What the hell? Up at the top? Oh, at the top. 1221 2016. <laughs> that is that steel trap you all know and all love. <laughs> oh, God. That's, you know, I'm guessing that is why most people actually listen to the show. It's just for my for steel, steel trap. trap. Yeah, That's they're it. like, I want the reverse calendar man more than anything on the show. <laughs> I want the guy that can't keep tabs on anything. Buddy, I live in the moment. <laughs> all I know what the time is right now. That's it. Some books came out this week. What did you get? I don't fucking know. You know what you got. <laughs> Got a lot of books. Um, one I'm super excited for, Christmas themed, is Klaus, The Witch of Winter by Morrison and... Uh, Mora. Mora, yeah. So I'm, it's like a 50 page. Something like that. It's like worth seven ninety nine. so yeah. You know the weird thing? I didn't even look at the prices of books this week. I was like, whatever. Yeah. Screw this, baby. Don't <laughs> give a shit. That's what it's for. Commercialize. Yeah. All you do is spend that money and then you know pay it off. Right Lock and key. Uh, small King. World number one. Yes. I think it's only one Lob shot. King. Yeah, it's back. But I did see an interview with them that's actually included at the end of that book in the back matter that you don't read, so I'll tell you right now. Tell me, tell uh, me, tell me, tell me. They actually are planning to do another series. Really? Yeah. Of Lock and but Key? They or? Sure, of Lock and Key, but they want to make it's not gonna be in the main story continuity. They wanna make it they wanna make sure that it's not gonna ruin the first part by doing another series. So right now, tentatively, it's called World 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 War Key. It's going to be... I'm guessing Locke and Key are the characters' names? No. No. No? Okay. Locke is. This is the Locke family. Mm. And they find keys. Boom. Play on words. Wow. What else came out today? Um, Batman number 13. Really? Yep. Oh, yeah. Had Bane on the cover. Yeah. Superman number 13. Second part of the Frankenstein storyline of the Super Monster. Which one we talk about that later today. Wonder Woman 13? No. No? Tony came out? Tr- no, week. that's Trinity. Trinity. Trinity 4. 4 came out. With uh, whose art is that again? Clayman? Yep. Clayman's no, it was something different, I thought. I didn't no? think it was Clayman. I think it was Clayman. He looked it up yeah, last remember? episode. Really? No, I know. I know yeah, but when, on the, I mean, he didn't get the cover. Cover. Yeah, somebody else title. Cover. But he wasn't even on the cover That's title. how they get you. They have other people draw the cover, so when you actually get to the book and you're like, oh, wait, that's not the artist. You don't care. You already bought it. You got to read it. I suppose. What else came out? I don't even know what Marvel books came out today. Oh, kind of exciting news. Shout out to the Comic Horizon. Um, I helped create their letters page name. I was recommending Intelligence Incursion, and they decided to go with Incursions and still gave me credit for it. So 
pretty pumped about that. First time my letter's ever been posted in a uh, book and also got to name a letters column, basically. It's our Christmas episode, by the way. We're drinking some eggnog around here. Garrett is not. You're drinking. What are you drinking? I'm drinking cranberry ginger shandy. By Kugel. <clears throat> and by eggnog, I mean infused with rum. I already drank mine. That face I made because and I had Garrett didn't want to drink it. What a wimp. But didn't want to drink it. What a it. wimp. Yours was strong. There is no way. Mine, mine was like perfect. Yours was like rum. Yeah. Mine, mine was creamy. And then near the end, I could start feeling, tasting the rum. But mine I can tell all my, liquid. Right now, I can tell you, my brain is like, dude, you're on the way to getting drunk. It's a nice feel. You got to feel warm inside when it's winter outside. I'm nice and toasty right now. Inside yeah. warm, outside cold. Negative 40 on last uh, Saturday. Jesus. Um, I mean, that's why we roll up here, 605. You go out there, you become a, you become a, a man in negative 40 degrees. Chest hair comes out. Right. I, right dro- I drove home from work that night, and the river was smoking because it was so cold. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> I was like, because at first I was like, Geez, something on fire? And I was like, oh, no, it's probably the cold difference. Mm-hmm. Cold difference, temperature difference. So those are all the books that came out this week? I didn't go to the shop today, no. so I'm, I'm, there, in, I'm in the dark here. There's a ton of books. Let I mean, me look, because you know what? The weird thing is I'm Animosity guess. came out, yeah, number animosity four. Animosity, number four, which I'm caught up to four. It's, it's, it's good. When do you think a trade's coming out? That's what I'm waiting for. Six, probably. Five. Four. Five. Mm, then Black Hammer, number six. Yeah, Black Hammer. Department H, number nine. nine. Yep. Yeah, I can't believe it's already on nine. Green Arrow, 13. Oh, oh man. Justice League vs. Suicide Squad. Did you guys get that? Yep. Got it. Yeah. Pretty sure it's shit. I didn't get it. Joshua oh, Williamson. Are you not, not going to get it? Mm-mm. Josh Williamson. Good writer. Uh, fix number seven. Oh, yeah. Excited for fix. Weirdly enough, the amount of books that are on this list shouldn't have added up to what it did, but I think I probably added 12 more books. <laughs> um, for Justice League versus Suicide Squad, you said you're excited and you're not excited. Why? Well, one, we obviously know I'm not excited. Uh, what are they called? Events. I hate events. But yet I still buy into events. I'm excited for it because it's the first event since Rebirth started. I mean, I don't count. Outside of Monster I, Men? I don't, call, I don't count Monster Men. Okay. That was just a, basically, it's like the... I guess it was, it, it's within... It's like the it's, DC TV show crossover. It was like, okay, cool. But yeah. it wasn't like the best thing I've ever seen. Um, I'm hoping with it being Williamson who wrote this, it should be pretty good. If you point that at me, <laughs> yeah. I saw the, the preview looked okay. So, what's the concept? Justice League versus Suicide Squad? Does that mean they're going against each other? You ask. So, I'm guessing it's going to start out that way. But there's in all your comics starting from last week, there were some inserts in the DC comics. That's what I'm asking. If you I saw pull that. them up, Confused there's me. that whole six people. They're fighting. Them. They're the real villains. Yeah. So what you're saying? They're all. So it's Justice League plus Suicide Squad. Versus the actual. It's gonna be like Batman suicide versus Su- Batman versus oh, Superman. Really? The other team is the actual suicide. Well, squad. no, that it just means like those guys, those villains saying? that you unfold in those comics, yeah. they're gonna be the main threat. It's like Batman versus Superman. They fight, then they get along. It's all misunderstood. Then they're best buddies. Yeah. All right. If you just open that book halfway and write Martha, it's over. Everyone's friends. <laughs> Everyone's mom. How do you know that name? Well, not a lot of people named Martha, so I understood his. Uh, <laughs> you know, I don't even know if I, I think I know one Martha. Now I don't even know if I know Martha. I know Other two than that, Martha's. Duck. What? Wayne and. Wait, Martha Duck. We have a duck at work named Martha. 
think that's only a Martha I know. <laughs> this one was confused. I was like, you have a you duck? You have a duck at work? Yeah, it's fake. No. It's not real. fucking fake. She's real. Well, some books like you have a fucking duck. You have a fake duck. During the summertime when we have our garden shop, we have a duck. Uh, a fake duck? Y- yeah, give me real another duck. one. Eggnog, a real please. duck? Steven? Eggnog, please. I'll take another beer, please. Who the fuck's Steven? What at the Christmas oh, party right fucker? now. Yeah, but I thought I thought Corey was going to well, be our fucking Here's the thing. I talked to Corey's busy. Corey, yeah. He had to go get our hey, last thing that we're still Corey's waiting for. If anybody's worried where Corey is, we found him. Don't worry. He's not like... Um, he already ran away again, so guy, he'll be another year. What's the kid's name in Stranger, Stranger Things? I mean, are you talking about Barb? That's lost. No, that gets lost. No, the kid. Oh. Fuck. Your brother's Kenny. If we were South Park, your brother's Kenny. I don't know. No one cared enough about Will. Will. Yeah, it's Will. He's, he's like Will. Okay, yeah. He's gone. He's on the other side. We can he's hear here, him every once in a while, but he's gone. Yeah. No, you're Cartman. Huh? Go fuck yourself. No, I talked to the HR and they got. Are you butter? Steven's going to be giving us drinks. They don't, <laughs> want us, they don't want us to get up and, and out. Um, so the show we're going to do today is we missed some reviews over the last three weeks because we Shit, were doing I, best of. Well, well, let's not say miss. Let's say we were prioritizing we, we, our features. We're doing the end of the year features. Yeah, we were doing the features. What's this miss business? So we're going to go back and review some old books. Well, we obviously that, uh, didn't talk about them, so we yeah, missed them. we missed them on the show. Yeah, we reprioritized for two weeks. Our, Get our, off our backs. Our, it's Christmas time. I would not be yelling at our guests. What are you, the th- thesaurus man? Huh? Listen here, buddy. So let's, John uh, McClane is here. And you he's shoot gonna yourself through the chest, <laughs> you <laughs> fucking moron. the arm. No. I shot that other guy. What about lift for your die heart? Right up here. Right in between. That's not your arm. That is your chest. It's attached to my arm. <laughs> doesn't I would make say it's it your shoulder. Arm. So you just round yeah, over look, to your shoulder. Arm. Shoulder. Wrong place at the wrong time. You know, let's talk about comic books. <laughs> That's what we're going to do. Uh, if you stop talking about shooting your fucking arm when you shot yourself in the chest. Steven, I'm trying to. If you're really buddy, I would shoot you. I'm trying to do Steve, the ad. I'm trying I'd to fucking do, knock this guy out. I'm trying to do the ad read, but these guys you keep talking about unrelated stuff. We'll do some reviews. We're just talking about Christmas. Brought to you by RootsOfTheSwampThing.com, the definitive online source for all things Swamp Thing, featuring books, collectibles, news, and a comprehensive chronology. Uh, visit <laughs> did, Roots you, did anyone else find it ironic that uh, Marvin was choking up when he said comprehensive? <laughs> visit RootsOfTheSwampThing.com <laughs> for more information. <clears throat> Tuck right in the middle of my ad read. I want to point out that, uh, just so it's on the record, uh, Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Who the fuck doesn't think so? Yeah, who doesn't think my that's wife, a Christmas? My wife, my mom, my sister. Are you serious? Yeah. Well, they also have the spirit of Christmas in them. Do they see the Christmas tree every time that movie starts? Or I every time I hear like when I hear um yeah, what's the the lit snow at the end of the movie? Fuck. Yeah. When I hear uh ring around the not ring around the rosy. <laughs> uh Jingle Bell Rock from Lethal Weapon one. Brings you right into the Christmas spirit. There you go. Gremlins, Lethal Weapon, and Die Hard. That's what you watch. Yeah, ask them what time you're, you see Die Hard the most. I watch it all the time. Don't tell me every, it's not Christmas. It's 100% it's. It's only time I actually watch it be. Anyway, comic books. Superman number 12, written by Patrick Gleason <clears throat> and Peter J. Tomasi. Art by Dog Mankey and Hame Mendoza. So what do you guys think of uh, Superman number 12 featuring Frankenstein? Here's a spoiler. All of my... Uh, <laughs> I've never done it on a show. All of my grades are shit. <laughs> what? <laughs> you gave shitty reviews? For everything. Uh, shit, shit, shit. Okay, well, let's go. It was good. And actually, this is probably one of my favorite issues other Superman? than Seven. Yeah. God, I, really, I, just, I really liked it. Here's I, the thing. I was kind of let down by it. What did you actually give? I would give it a seven. Yeah, I give it an eight. Which, obviously, I really liked it. It's only a seven. I gave it a six. Oh, my God. It was fun. 
Um, it wasn't as great as some other Superman shoes, but I'd really do like Frankenstein. And um, by thinking back to it, it was like, oh, well, it was fun. But like, what, there wasn't really anything concrete that made me be like, oh, yeah, this is a great Superman issue. I'm giving it a six just because it didn't do anything. Like, nothing. No not Yeah, there was. it wasn't like seven great. It wasn't Superman walking grounded bad. It was just... That's the scale for Superman. Oh, that's pretty by good. The way. Oh, you mean issue seven? I think you meant seven great like his. Oh no, um, <laughs> that'd be a ten for him. Garrett, do you ever see Superman going back to grounded status? JMS retired. If he does, from I will walk away. Because <laughs> <laughs> I grounded can't fly. Joke. Apparently, <laughs> grounded. <joke. laughs> yeah, <laughs> I will ground myself. From I don't. Book. I don't think Tomasi and Gleason would <clears throat> take this book and shit on it like that. Yeah, and I think this is fine, but I'm worried this is getting too. You know, oh, let's let's do this while we're working on the main story. Kind it of did thing. seem like a segue to something else. Yeah, okay, which also sounded like, oh, let's do this Frankenstein thing, which doesn't make sense to me because like <coughs> the focus of the story. This is the first issue that John's not in. What was the last issue about? Not yeah. the annual, but the last issue. Uh, was it Lois Lane trying to infiltrate? No, that's Action Comics. I thought that was in Superman. It was Dinosaur Land. Yeah, they were in Dinosaur. Oh, really? That was the last yeah. issue. Yeah, it was a two-part. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah. And then this, I was like, oh, thank you. there was no segue <clears throat> for anything. Steven hasn't brought my drink yet. Well, he dropped mine, so that's why I thanked them. But he dropped it. Hey, Steven, can I get a fucking water in here? <laughs> Jesus. Trying to drive home safe Whoa, tonight. You better calm down. Steven's nah, this maybe... motherfucker's not even here right now. He's, he's, he's part of, he's he's part playing, of HR. So he's playing on a pee drink now. I mean, we want to beat the founders of you this You pee in my but... drink, I fire you, Steve. Steve, what do you think of Superman's about? good shit. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, that was me thinking shit. Oh, everyone was surprised it wasn't you. <laughs> Steve gave it a 10 out of 10. Well, Go Steve is drunk, Steve. so... Steve, get that drink for him. Uh, but I mean, yeah, like you said, it's like a pivot. It's like... Uh, but, even, but if you think about it, that dinosaur thing was a pivot, too. So they're all going to be was, like arcs. But it still really followed, the s- it followed the same theme of the story with like family. But isn't... Oh, this so one was but like, Jonathan was in this one, wasn't he? No. In 12? Was he not? Yeah, I thought he was in that. When? Maybe I'm thinking of the holiday special, which was garbage. Oh, yeah. That one, that one was literally shit. Yeah, this is, he, he wasn't in this at all. It was Lois was like, which I don't get why she's working at the local newspaper and the Daily Planet. Oh, like, that's right. That's what sh- I didn't get. Who gives a shit about the small town? Yeah, that was weird. She did double up jobs? Yeah. Like, Times are really hard for the Kents right now. Yeah. Or the Whites. Smiths. Really. The Smiths. They're staying on White Farm. Right. <laughs> the Smiths at White Farm. Except if you're reading Justice League, I guess it's Kent. Because they're fucking... I, I mean, it's okay. I, yeah, I didn't hate it. If somebody just, liked it, I'd be like, yeah, I know you liked it. If somebody hated it, I'd be like, yeah, well... It was just not enough Superman for me. I like Frankenstein. Yeah, I thought it was... Think it show up more. I don't if know, if I, this I, is I, happening more around Halloween, I'd be like, okay, cool. <laughs> but now I'm just like, man, it's, it's winter. I'm, uh, Frankenstein can only show up on Halloween? That's some yeah. bullshit. That's he's, like, a, he's a year-round yeah. man. No. Monsters don't take a night off. Frankenstein is not a Halloween story. That's a story about the human spirit. Okay. Well, anyway. <laughs> Being gone. Hey, it was okay, though. Yeah. Alex, what else we read? Expect better. You expect better? Mm-hmm. How about some Batman number 12, written by Tom King, art by Mikhail Janin, and colors by Jun Chung? That's like the best I've ever done reading these names. Thank you. Batman number 12, an <laughs> issue in which we find out. I mean, it was all over the internet. If you didn't see it by now, uh, obviously spoiler warnings for all these comics. But so in his childhood, Batman did attempt to uh, commit suicide, and then when he was 
Then he he cut right. The blood he's, was running down, yep. and he's like, "Well, if I'm going to kill myself, I might as well devote myself to stopping crime." And if I like, basically, that's why Batman's so ruthless and goes like a hundred percent is because he doesn't care if he dies. Because he's right. already suicidal. I was waiting for this part. Are you thumbs up on this or thumbs down on that part? That's fine. I think I think that's I'm hundred percent thumbs down. Really? really? That's not Batman. To me, that's Batman. Yeah, I was like. That's, no. He's always not cared about he's, that. He's already, at that. he's already at that space. He would not he force himself to do that. He He's overcoming his grief, turning into the beast that becomes Batman. He doesn't surrender to... But he's overcoming his grief but he's by, embracing it by cutting himself to being Batman. They've always shown Batman is 100%, 100% Batman. Yeah. he's Bruce De- Wayne is dead. He but, died when the, his parents died in that alley. So you're creating, you're changing the mythos so that you can I creatively. I think you're adding an element. He's adding to a that. couple days of. A, All of you're adding is because people, but I was wondering, like, like, why does Batman go so hard and like he could die at any second? Well, what, what he does, and now Tom King's just saying, yeah, he knows he can die any second. That's the thing, is that he's suicidal. I, okay, now mm. I, I don't believe he's suicidal. I don't think he that's the whole thing. It's no. called I am suicide. Yeah, I, am suicide I am suicide. Which now that I realize that's his he's theme with dead, this arc, so he's horrible. I don't. I don't think Batman's goal is to die. I think he's. I don't think that's his goal what, isn't to die. His goal is to stop crime. But if if he dies, that's he decided not a he was like, if I'm going to kill myself anyways, I might as well. Yeah. Fight see, crime. that just ruins Batman's whole theme for me. Like, well, shit. You know, I'm going to die anyways. Might as well just sacrifice my life to do this. And if it I was, die, it I wasn't. Die. It wasn't like, oh, just because I'm going to kill myself. That's the way it you was, made it seem. It was like, I might as well do something good because of this. And then he's because he's really gonna. He would rather give himself to the cause, basically, than just cut his wrist. But that's that's already that's already done. That's what I mean. All it adds is an element. That that's. I don't think it adds at all. I think it takes away. (laughs) Oh really? I I think it's dumbing down Batman for people that don't understand his grief. But he's given more of a relatable subject matter. Yeah, it's a late. People relate to suicide. Everyone knows someone who's committed suicide. Batman, Batman hasn't committed suicide. No, but he thought about it. Well, yeah, because his parents died. His whole world got flipped upside We've down. We've always seen Batman like that. At the end of Scott Snyder's run, and when he's down there with the Joker, and he's literally, they tell him, hey, get out of there, you're going to die. And he's like, no, I'm going to stay down here and finish the fight. It's like, yeah, he's, he's suicidal. He's always been suicidal. No, now you're has, just giving him a reason. He has a mission. He has a goal in mind. That's the same thing. No, he's not saying because I'm going to kill myself anyways. I'm going to go do this. No, that's not the thing. Is that that's he's, exactly what you're he's saying. he's saying? If he dies, it's not a he, problem. His he's life doesn't matter this. in these situations. He's going to give his life up for crime, right? To stop crime, I mean, not for a crime, right? That's cowl, man. That part I get, but <laughs> like, having him cut himself, I just think that's just that's it. Just, just adds to the layer. I guess you don't d- like the layer. Don't forget about it. unless they beat it into your head. He probably won't even mention it again. This is like that this, repeating this himself. This issue, oh, it's going to be... I tried to kill It's myself. like that repeating himself thing. That brings it all back full circle to me. Like, just You know what? Pointless. What did you give this issue? I give it an 8. I give it a 7 just because of the art. I give it a 7. The story around it was good, but that thing I just hated. I give it a 7 mostly because it felt a little convoluted, but now thinking back to it and arguing with you, I think it is an 8. Because there are, like I said, that does add a layer that I do like. Because it adds to like all these points, and people people always ask me, like, why would he do that? He he can kill himself doing that. People were almost like, oh yeah, he's devoted to the cause. Now you're seeing that, yeah, he's devoted so much because when he was a kid, 
he decided, no, I'm not going to kill myself doing that. I'm going to give myself 100% to stopping this crime that killed my parents. So he decided to use his life in a different way rather than just erasing his life. So you're saying before he cut himself that he didn't do that? No, he realized when the blood was coming down. I know, but you in your mind for Batman, like you just said, like, I see him, now he's 100% committed, devoted to the cause. After post-blood. I know, but imagine this issue never came out. Would you think that he wasn't that at all? But suicidal? No, what you just said. You said that he's devoted to the cause because he decided to make a choice after cutting himself. If that issue never came out, this issue never came out, would you still believe that? Well, we always beforehand? knew he made a, a choice. Usually it was be- when the bat went into the window, window, and he's like, I'm going to be Batman, strike fear into people. But now this says, says that's a layer that he made a decision to fight crime when he was about to die, and he's like, no, not this way. I'll save people instead. And if I die, I die. Hmm. I don't know. I, I, you know what the thing is, is, though? Is like, I don't know... I think it, I think that's just Tom King. He just likes to add these kind of psychological layers to characters being like, why would he do this? Why would he want to push himself that hard when he and he puts himself in those situations when he like when he's going into Bane's hideout and everybody's like kicking his ass and stuff again. He just keeps going, keeps going, keeps going. And it's because it's like he d- he doesn't care about his body. He doesn't care if that's his last <clears throat> moment. He cares that he could possibly not be his last moment. He'll get in there and break Bane's back and get Psycho Pirate to save some money. And now you see, like, when he made that decision. And if you don't like the suicide part, you don't like the suicide part. Well, I don't, because, like, that's who Bruce Wayne Batman's always been. He doesn't need cutting his wrist to make him who he is. It's just that's been him. I think what you're, what you're trying to say, and I can see that point, is that why make... Because before it was Batman was, like, he devoted himself to it. fighting crime, yeah. and it was a choice that he made. And you're saying, and the way it kind of comes off is like, well, I was going to kill myself anyways. Like it's yeah. just a. But I think it's not. I that. get that I think it adds a psychological that. layer, but I think it's changing the mythos to do something creative with your own story, but not like it's undermining. I think who it's, he is as a and character. I know I was saying that at the beginning, but I think it is more of like not that. Oh, I'll do this instead. It's more of that. Why am I wasting my life doing this? I'll devote my life to something else. That's what it is. I understand you. Yeah. You don't have to like it. No, I know. I just I thought it was a poor creative choice. Well, I'm, I'm going to chime in finally. I'll let you guys have your. Moment. Is he writing a letter to Catwoman? I think so. During the whole issue, I think so. I didn't like that narration and structure. That's yeah. what I. I, I have not enjoyed this arc since issue nine. Which I think this nine. is the weakest arc. That, yeah, so this, far. This the first one where he's getting everyone from Arkham Asylum. I enjoyed him picking up Judy and Punch, and. Um, Catwoman and Wesker. I think every issue since then has gotten a little bit worse. Yeah. And I don't know what it is. I think it is that narration structure. Like he's I'm the letter he's writing. What's going on. Yeah, the letter he's writing is in, in the past, and the stuff's happening in the future. And there's dialogue in the future. And I'm yeah, I'm having a hard time figuring out like, okay, this is in the past, and it's trying to show you stuff how it relates. But like, there's scenes of him fighting people, and he's talking about like this moment he had in his life where he almost killed himself and like it kind of clashes and like I don't really know like yeah. why what the decision is of having him which the art's great it shows him like fucking scaling that building and stuff like that that's yeah. fucking awesome Janin's doing amazing work I agree but I don't see it kind of seems like he's doing like that would fit in envision he was like kind of narration yep. but it's for smaller moments when like they're doing mundane things not really like action scenes 
Yeah. And then well, now he's putting it over Batman kicking ass, and you're kind of like, well, like this feels like it should be in a I'm different being, I'm being taken out of the fighting with yeah. what I'm having to read. Yeah. He's trying to be... It almost seems like he's trying to cram... He wants to tell that part of the story, but he wants to tell the main part of the story, and he's like, well, I'll tell both at the same time. Well, did you see what they're doing? They added an issue. Like, Tom King made a choice to um, add another issue in what, what his run would have been, and he's adding a Catwoman-Batman story. I didn't know that. They pushed a story back, so he wrote a new comic that has more Does uh, Catwoman-Batman story. See, the thing is, is and I normally hate flashbacks, but I think mm-hmm. it would work better here. If they flashback to him and Catwoman doing yeah. something. Well, I need and to, then I need whatever to this 237 kill bullshit is. And you know what the 237 is. Like, I'm not... Well, we know it's fake now because he says, he goes, you're, you're telling lies. You're, I can't prove it. Mm-hmm. So it's like... I, 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 this is just one of those books that the art is great. The story is really... Tom King, I love his work, but I'm kind of feeling... There's, I don't know. There's, something, not, wrong. there's not, something wrong. I'm not getting what right. I'm expecting. That To follow up from Scott Snyder, Greg Capullo, like I'm... I'm feeling really let down by this. By issue 12 in Greg Capullo, or, yeah, well, Scott Snyder and Greg mm-hmm. Capullo's run, I was in love with this book beyond. This yeah. is my favorite book. This one, this Batman went from 1 through 6 was really great mm-hmm. to 7 through whatever we're at, 13 now. Yeah. Been kind of weak. Can I say something? Mm-hmm. I think that, and I love Tom King. He's on my top writers of 2016. Yeah. Go back to a couple weeks ago and listen to that episode. I love Tom King, and his book was one of my top five for some of the last week's episode to see that. I do think this is the wrong Batman book for him. <clears throat> yeah, I'm starting to think that, too, because, like, I'm just, like, I usually, speaking of Scott Snyder, then, like, whenever I saw that book on the second, I'm like, oh, I can't wait to read that. With his, I'm like, what creative decision is he going to make this week where it's just, like, I feel like the, separates me from yeah, Batman? I feel like Detective should be the Batman book, and they should include Batman a little more, and then make the Detective book this book. Because mm-hmm. detective usually is more like examining who Bruce is. He uses different mediums, sort of, or different and bring ways in, to and he's like on a team in this one yeah. too. And it's I don't know. I just feel like he has all those action scenes because they expect Batman to be like an action kind of book. Mm-hmm. But Tom King really wants to tell a story that's more of just like Bruce Wayne. Yeah, and I don't know if that's a choice that he's making or if that's a choice that they're like, oh no, you got to have an action kind of story. My guess would be it's Tom King's choice. It might be. I and mean, then, and I'm, I'm hoping that this I Am Suicide run is the unfortunate um, lull in his book. I feel like if that if they weren't telling that Catwoman story right now, it would actually be better. If it was just the Bane, yeah. Well, I, I guess for me, it's one of those. And from it's seeing the the covers of <clears throat> Bane behind Batman and this one where. Um, Bane is choking out Batman. Okay, there needs to be some Bane versus Batman other than I know this issue seemed like 10. an interlude. Like it, we went to him seeing Catwoman betray him the issue before. This one, he's scaling the whole building basically throughout the entire book. That's what I understand because in the and last issue, he was right in front of Bane, yeah, in the vent right ahead. Yeah, why does he just now, jump down and be like, "Yo, what's up?" Now he has to scale the whole thing over again yeah. to get in front of him. That's what I, I threw me off too. I was like, I think he was right there. Yeah, before. like. And then I wonder if, yeah, he just needed that to lay out some more Catwoman Batman story, but I don't, I don't know. know. There's there's something missing in this, these last at least three issues of Batman that mm-hmm. hopefully Tom King can collect Wrap his up. thoughts and yeah. start writing it better. 
Yeah, it's okay. So, <clears throat> what do we got now? What else we got? Next, we got Green Valley number three, written by Max Landis, pencils by Giuseppe Camincoli, colors by Jean Francois Bellu. I would give this book a a seven, and a lot of it being for the art. There was mm-hmm. a a character introduced in this book that really deterred me from my expectations. We're finally introduced to the wizard who mm-hmm. I to me he looked like he is a nineteen nineties, early two thousands hipster freak. Yeah. Using his iPod or iPhone or whatever to create his magical powers. That took me out of the book. Yeah, I gave it a six. Mostly for the art. I mean the thing is is that and we talked I talked about this when we read Green Valley number one. It was like I hope it's just a story about these knights mm-hmm. fighting like an actual wizard. You but know, you like knew it was Max Landis, story. though. He, remember, I said at the head. end, he was like, nobody's going to expect the twist. And when the twist came, and maybe it's because I, I've seen a lot of videos of Max Landis. I've seen, I follow him on Twitter. Mm-hmm. When that character showed up, that character was him. Yeah. And I was like, oh, you wrote yourself in the story. <laughs> okay. And then, um, yeah, to have time travel involved, and it's like, oh, somebody from the future comes back. And of course, it looks like they have magic, but it's all technology. And I feel like that story's been done before or at the very least that mm-hmm. scenario comes up every time anyone talks about time travel and so that's the only reason for me i was like eh, i'd like when he because i if you go back i think we even mentioned i was like what's it, what could the twist be i think i'm pretty sure it's time travel like and it was all, that's why i felt like it was obvious mm-hmm. like oh yeah it's a wizard who knows time travel he came back to the past to basically be uh, an overlord for these people yeah. and like rule them and do whatever he wants so that's the only reason why. I gave it a seven. Um, and yeah, I instantly, because you guys had kind of let me know beforehand what you thought about the book. And I knew what it was as soon as I read it. It was him, that guy. Um, but ignoring that, at least for the Knights part of things, I thought it was pretty great. Like a flashback to his wife dying or his whatever girlfriend. That one night, one of the Knights died. Spoilers, whatever. Died. Um, yeah, I mean... Yeah, I never. I mean, Max Landis, he's not going to do anything traditional ever. So that's just who he is as a writer. And I, I, I was surprised. Superman, Superman American Alien was kind of traditional. It was no, more, there was a lot of different. But there was a lot of time travel in that one. Yeah, a lot of time travel. A lot of different well, points time, in time. Well, that, yeah, but it's not and different interpretations of Superman. But it's not really issue. like changing anything about Superman. It's just showing you, like, making you love that character. You think Superman slept with Cheetah? Why? It doesn't change anything about his character. Sure, it does. Loves Why? banging. <laughs> you like, like on the boat. Well, it's kind of like uh, that issue with uh, what's his name, Pete, for American Alien. Like, I remember you didn't like that issue. What is the Pete in American Alien? Yeah, yeah there was uh, Pete. I can't think of his name. What's his last name? Yeah. Pete Ross, uh, Clark's childhood friend, and that kind of oh, like, alienated right. Al. That's right. It's kind of like that. It's just like doing different interpretations of points of view and everything. But. This is one of those books that I was really excited for. I, actually, I wasn't going to get it to begin with. Then I started reading, and I got it with you guys so we could talk about it. And it's like, oh, this is this is actually pretty good. I like the idea of this medieval time period and how BA these four knights are. Then, yeah, we got to this time travel. I, and I normally hate time travel. Mm-hmm. There are some books that time travel really works. This is one of those books that this introduction and this trying to make this 
quote unquote twist really was a shit idea. Yeah, it felt like a twist just to have a twist. That's what it felt like to me. It didn't feel like it was necessary. I would rather have seen an actual wizard who is just this big fucking bastard who has dragons as his bitches. Yeah. You know, so I feel like I got roped in. Like I'm reading this fantasy tale and all of a sudden it's like, oh no, it's going to be science fiction. Science. So now I want to know what, I want to see what issue four is. And if yeah, I'll give it, I mean, it's only a mini. Next one's so dragons, I'll yeah. I'll give it the six, but. But nine. nine. What the yeah. fuck? We're, not, we're only a third done. I'm out. I'll give I'll give issue four to five and see if it actually progresses and is a good story. Is I'll it nine? Yeah, it is nine. So March, Celestis uh, came out and number six is on there and it says the end of the fi- of the first arc. Hmm. So the first arc six and then it's like three. That's maybe weird. it's That's m- what it said originally. Maybe, maybe now it's gonna be more. Mark or Landis is probably like, oh shit! I just put myself in this book. I can write another thirty issues of this garbage. The thing with Landis is that I like Landis a lot. Per, like as a uh, person, but sometimes he's too much. And the things I don't like about him is that character. Mm. That's why I, didn't. I was like, I hated that character so much. But I mean, you're supposed to. Yeah. But it, it's it's not because it, I hate this character because he's no. just that mean and that vile. It's I hate this character because he's from the wrong but, time period. Like Johnny Trauma was annoying, but like I hated him because he was a good villain. This was just like, eh, well. Your typical villain, whatever. Yeah, it seems a lot like a cliche. Like you said, a hipster guy from the future comes mm-hmm. back and thinks that he can rule over these people because probably in his own time. So might as well just put Wolverine in this up. book and watch him stab picked him up. to yeah. death. What else we got, Marv? Deadly Class 24, my Rick Remender, art by Wes Craig. We got the third issue in the second year. It's... um. I'll just tell you right now. Give it a 10 out of 10. Me too. Fantastic issue. I uh, Well, actually, quote unquote. I also gave it a 10 out of 10. Uh, fan-fucking-tastic <laughs> is what I got. On my, you guys can confirm. Fan-fucking-tastic. That this, means a 10 out of 10. This issue is all character, and it's all it is is basically making you fall in love with these new kids. And <laughs> there's a, what, three, four, five-page joke about <laughs> what's Hell the name? Yeah. Uh, the East German kid, uh, having to uh, release some gas and uh, and uh, he has to do it in the elevator. I won't give away the the joke of it, but oh, God, so it bad. was the, like the funniest thing I read in that book and in comics for a little bit. This this is one of those things. The that five page of him telling the story, I laughed. And I actually read it to my wife, bits <laughs> and pieces of it, because I'm laughing out loud. And I go, "Hey, honey, this is this is what's being said." And she's, "Oh, okay." I laughed, and I'm, I know I had some tears coming down when it got to the end. It was that good. But even in the beginning, you have him and uh, what's the Russian guy's name? Victor. Are basically clashing heads because back in the 80s, they, you know, Russia and Germany had some beef over the wall. God, Berlin. So um, but, like, they hate each other. But now you have basically the Germans the good guy and the Russians the bad guy, and we know that. And just that kind of personification of these two nations fighting and now you have these two characters in the school that are going to be basically on opposite sides like even that's like oh i'm excited to see that fight you when know it happens or see what happens out of that conflict i'm i'm hoping it's a beating the shit out of each other hopefully and my hope is helmut pulls it off and just beats the living piss but like i was him. saying Last week, those new characters, I love them already. Yeah, there's I love Quan, the uh, Vietnamese guy. You know what I really like about the, these characters? They all play Dungeons and Dragons, <laughs> and kind of like what they did in um, Four Kids Walking to a Bank. They actually take their characters that oh, they yeah, chose to be, yeah. 
and are living through this thing, and there's one guy who chooses not to play, and he's still in the fucking game <laughs> as the like shit turd, yeah, rock something, some relic. What's the roommate's name that they left behind? Oh, I can't remember. He's a neighbor, Amer- Tusak, or yeah, that was hilarious when he's like, "Oh, can I come along, guys?" And like, I guess he's like, "Okay, what I want to do is we got to go down here because I saw in a skating video once a guy did an awesome trick here, and I want to try it out." And he goes, okay, and he turns around, and they're gone. And he's like, that made me laugh hilariously, too. But it's like, the thing that makes me laugh about it is that already, three issues in, I know who all these kids are. Like, they feel like real kids. And, like, those kind of moments that come out of it, like this kid that's kind of annoying and also negative all the time, they don't want to hang out with them because of that reason. So they leave them behind and stuff like that. And it's just like, these kids just came to school. But at that uh, beginning of the year... Prom dance, prom dancing thing. came thing. together and like are now becoming friends. A little click. Like a story, like I mean, you see it a lot of times, but these kids becoming friends when they're so different, like that, seeing them develop in that kind of way is like, exciting and also fun to read. And especially when you get fun little anecdotes about them, like the elevator scene and um, the D and D, them playing D and D together for the first time and stuff like that. So it's, I think it's really good, and especially when you have the D and D. Like one of the the dungeon masters, like really stuck up for the rules, mm-hmm. and so he's like, "No, you can't do." It. <laughs> like, yep. no, Helm, this is not. Helmut doesn't want it yeah. any other way. He goes, "I'm a really strict dungeon master." It's still, it's still one of my favorite comics. I love it. Oh, this is this this actually solidified me really loving this book because, like you said, I I now know these five new kids. Um, we are introduced to shit. What's what is her name? Not Saya, not the African American girl. Her um. Z Zella, the person she's looking after. I don't know. No, well, yeah, but I can't remember what her name is. But we're we're told spoiler that she's a rat. Oh yeah, I don't remember that snitch. Well, she opens the oh the container with the dead rat inside. She goes, "What the hell does this mean?" Well, if you read Fear One, you know what that means. Spoilers, in case you want to read. But um, anyway, there's, this this there, is this is probably one of my favorite transformations in this book. No, no, no. Uh, Wormtail is not in this book. Okay. But anyway, this is this, is, still a, one of, yeah, this is a great comics. issue. A ten out of ten for me. But it's the, the thing of of like uh, then in the first year when some people don't make it, and you're like, okay, what's this book going to be about now? Remember we talked about that. Mm-hmm. Like, what's this book going to be about now? Everybody's gone, and then you introduce a wave Second of semester. new people, and you're like, okay, well, now it's about these kids. And well, then you normally, get to see the 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 hierarchy or what's the hierarchy of the school where you still have. Shen Ab and his slutty fat. Girlfriend. Yeah, you have the sophomore still that are real hard, the new freshmen. Yep. But you still, like, it's like, well, these freshmen, I like these freshmen. And so now, Rick Remender's done in three issues, maybe worry about some characters who I've just met. You know what I mean? So he spent the whole year building up certain characters. Some of them made it, some of them didn't. And now we, we were worried about, like, we were worried about, like, well, I don't care about him anymore. And then now you got new characters like, okay, I guess I do care about these kids. What else we got? We got some uh, Unworthy Thor number two, written by Jason Aaron, art by Oliver Zuckopel, and colors by Matt Wilson. I thought Lethal Weapon Thor book. Creator Ray Valent and Odinson. Oh, man. I, I, you know what? I wish that that's something I, I would like to get into would be a Beta Ray Bill book mm-hmm. or to find something where he's more in it. He's a, he was in Nova a lot. Maybe two volumes ago, using it almost like every issue. But man, this book was so awesome! Like the art was really good, the story was like 
you actually kind of are starting to be like, so what the fuck is the secret? Like, am I actually going to find out this time? Like, why did he become unworthy and all that? Um, and the thing that I am like, shit, I just want Thor to get a hammer. Is like he always gets so close, and then something fucking happens. He doesn't get it. I'm I like how like, I like how uh, Beta Ray even offers him the golden hammer, mm-hmm. and he even bow, you know, is kind of kneeling down, bowing here. Take my hammer. He's right. trying to get ultimate Thor's tam- uh, hammer now. So yeah. Do you see who showed up? <clears throat> oh yeah, who's yeah. the uh, cameo? Butcher. Yeah. Oh yeah, Gore. we had the butcher, but I was gonna say the collector's in this issue too. Oh, I didn't give a shit about the collector. <laughs> and then I the big reveal at the end that I wasn't too fond of was Thanos. Yeah, that was, but <coughs> I was like, okay, that, that was one book? of those things that yeah. was just unfortunate that he's in the book mm-hmm. and he's got his own book now. It's like, okay, Thanos, you need to be elsewhere. Yeah. Who, but, came, who came to him for help? Thanos. What? Somebody came to Thanos and was like, "I need your help for something." Who was that? I can't. Yeah, I can't. This is wasn't the, it Gore, God Butcher. The week he came out, this is the first book I read, so it's been a while since mm. I read this. I thought Gore went to him and was talking to him because Gore's was like, not alive. No, he's but he's somewhat. He, there's a reason he's around. What do you mean? He was in his dream. He saw him. Was it in his dream? Yeah, it was in his dream. Are we sure Thanos is in this book? I don't think it was his book. Yes, it was. It's sure? the only Marvel book I read today. So yes, here, talk was. for a little bit. I got it right here. It's the last page. You see the panel before the last page. You see him smirk, and then the end as the reveals Thanos is like, "Oh, we got to figure something out about." I think this. unfortunately for me right now, I'm thinking that since Thanos number two came out today, I was like, "Oh yeah, it was Thane." No, Thane wasn't in this book. Mm-mm. So I don't know. I think I'm gonna give this one probably a seven, only because like again, we're starting to get a little, a couple more pieces of the puzzle, but not really. So I don't like, I don't like keeping the status quo for too long. Like if. Yeah. If I'm playing the guessing game forever, you're going to lose me eventually. Well, I'm, I'm guessing at the end of this, we have to find out something. There yeah. needs to be some worthwhile reason for this book. Cause but I hate having to wait till the end of the last issue of the arc to figure it out, and that kind of bothers me. I'm hoping that at the end of issue three, you find out what the hell is going on. All right, let's and see. That. Yeah, he's at the end of this book. <laughs> but it's not, you don't see who it is talking to him. It's just oh. him. Somebody in a black cloak. Black cloak. I thought that was cool, though, that Gore was in there, Like even if it was just a dream or a nightmare. Yeah, it was, just, it was a nightmare. I made me think about that side. first arc, and I'm like, God, I miss God of Thunder. He did trick me for a second, though, because I was like, wait, did Gore die? I don't remember. No. Uh, yeah, he had to explode. Still live, possibly. Oh, by the way, uh, I really, really, really hope that Unworthy Thor kills the Collector. Because when, when, they, when they killed that that last kid. Oh, yeah. I was like, oh, shit, Thor, you need to go take that take hammer and bash his skull in until he's dead. I gave it a nine. What did you give it? I gave it a seven. Just because, like... I got an eight. The hook... I don't know. I'm... You're I getting get impatient the reason. for the end of this. Yeah, I'm getting impatient because it's been almost three years now and I still don't know shit, so... I'm well, that's not his long fault. Long-form story, baby. No, it's not a long-form story. It's a... We took... Two, we took a year off to talk about Lady Thor, and now we're coming back to him. That's part of the story, too. There's part of me that likes Lady Thor, though. I like Lady Thor. And my favorite is yeah. Molnir is by Clark Kent. <laughs> I'm still on... Well, I guess I'm not caught up on action comics. Mm. So I'm still trying to figure out who Clark Kent is. I mean, it is, yeah. it is frustrating what you're saying to have a story like this in, in each issue so far, right. too. But in each issue, he does know that you want to know. He brings it up, and but it's five issues, so we are six. Those four. I saw five. <laughs> Jesus, 
Well, the thing is... By the way, is, everyone listening, we are your number one comic Whatever. <laughs> if we're a quarter of the way through the story and the same amount of questions I have on the first issue I still have on the second issue... Yeah, but he can't show all of his cards. I really like the show art me a couple then. I really like the art in this issue, and the stab, sad part is, is that issue three is not by Oliver Coppell. Mm-hmm. It's by somebody else, and then he comes back in four to five, <clears throat> which I know is like he's notorious for being slow. It's like well, they couldn't delay it, you know what I mean? So he can right. do all of them. No, but I guess not. So odds are in issue three, there's going to be a side story. Yeah. Well, maybe they'll finally tell you why. He's, if that's the middle point, no. Me. I agree. This is one of those books that I like Jason Aaron, but I'm kind of getting burnt out of waiting for him to tell me what's going on in Thor. Right. All right. Reborn number three, written by Mark Miller, art by Greg Capullo. I really like this book. I like it. I didn't think this issue did it for me, though. That's another seven from Garrett. Ooh, this would probably be a eight. Give it an eight. Yeah. The one thing I already told these guys that I don't fucking get is how come that dog's so fucking small when he was just a fucking horse size polar bear? You can change size. So that's why doesn't he choose to be the fucking polar bear and rip those Yeah, but assuming he caught off guard. Because yeah. then he just gets thrown. He assumes he can take him out as a smaller dog. Nah. You don't even see him become small. Maybe they were giants. You don't know. <laughs> I do know they weren't giants. That means everybody's giants because they're the same. Like... They're a little bit taller than the main character and his her dad. She seemed pretty small to me compared to them. Yeah, <laughs> barely. <laughs> I know. It was a continuity thing that they fucked up, I think. Yeah. But the thing is, is that her dad is fucking B.A. He, yeah, the action in this book was <laughs> awesome and the art was amazing. The yeah. art, I mean, this issue specifically is really great. The art's great. Uh, Mark Miller's story is great. Fucking Cat General's great. Um, the only issue. The two panels he was in? Dude, I love that cat. I know. I just really like. I just like the I can't point. wait. I can't decide if I think he's actually going to be a bad guy or if he's just excited to see her. But he's acting like. I feel a like dude. He's that's what I'm be saying. Like a Vegeta or something. Kind kinda. of. Thing. Yeah. I do like that he's like. No lever for me. Yeah. I, I have a beef with her. Yeah, I don't think he does. I think he just wants some snuggles. You think? I do. He, she took his testes. Whatever. He didn't want to have babies anyway. What's, What's her name? He's got a barbed dick. I don't even remember What's the main name? character's name. I don't know. Jody. She's got an L. Starts with an L. Jill. Um, Lisa. Lori. The only thing Lena. that bothers me about, Lena, that's right. about this issue is that... Am I right? No, Leanne. This is a six-issue series, and we're on three. It's six? I didn't know that. Yeah, because the solicits came out from March, and it said the it said miniseries finale. Of course. This is going to be a Huck round two, where he wraps with the that's story what I mean. in three it's issues. Like, that's not good. I we're think, three issues in, and I still like don't know what... I still feel like we're being introduced to the world. I'm guessing this is going to be more of a, like what Jupiter's Legacy is. It's going to end at it six. Might. Yeah, and then come back. Come back around. <laughs> is this story like, so this is technically, we're going to be talking about after death later. Is this the same kind of thing? It's like what at, where, like kind of a place you can go. Well, this, this is, sort of, I'm, it's, I'm, different. it's different. Yeah, it's, it's a different, different world when you're dead. I don't after death is about people can't die anymore. This is about the afterlife. Okay. Which, Whoa, wait. The concept of this story... I must have missed what happened in AD. They talk about the beginning. I don't know what you're talking no, about. No, they don't. Not necessarily. Yeah, because it's... Well, well, let's talk about it later yeah, when we we'll get, get to it. Because I, I read it and I was like, okay. Yeah, that's 10 Reborn. I really had that much to say about it. It's a great issue, but I don't know in the series... To be halfway be through I, this arc? I still Ooh. have good things to say about this book. Say it. When you when they're chained up and um, the dad is trying to break and the, the bad guy goes... These chains are uh, magical. You ain't gonna break these. Steve, not please. Then the uh, the daughter goes. You know the wood thing that we're tied to isn't 
magically protected. Oh, fuck. Rips it right out of the ground and beats everybody. Awesome. I like that part, except for when she's on the other end of the log where the dad's carrying her. She's like, Dad, I got this figured out where he's doing yep. all the work. I'm yep. like, that was stupid. Yeah, that was dumb. I, I didn't like that. You know what? Uh, the other show I listened to, I haven't listened to in months, uh, when I see the I got this or we got this, trust me, fucking bonkers. Yeah. I hate that. But I don't know. Yeah, not necessarily mind-blowing. What did you give it? I give it an eight. Seven. Seven. So let's talk about a better book. Yeah. I got a ten. Um, actually, before I get to that book here, Steve, what do you think about Batman 12? Ten out of ten, too? Okay. Steve, Green Valley number three? So That's why drunk. you're a fucking slut. Ten out of ten for Green Valley? Deadly Class 24? Ten out of ten? Okay. Gave it an eleven. On War of the Thor and Reborn, what do you think? Straight tens down the road so far? Steven. Steven, you're a fucking drunk and I hate your choices. Bring me Is that Marvin going to turn your button off? Is that what's going to go on now? Bring me that eggnog. Uh, Moon Knight number nine, written by Jeff Lemire, art by Wilfredo Torres, Francisco Francavilla, James Stokey, and Greg Smallwood. Colors by Jordi Belair, Michael Garland, Francisco Francavilla, and James Stokey. So we get an issue where... 10 out of 10. 10. 9 out of 10. Whoa. I'm thinking like Mr. and Mrs. Smith after they have sex and Brad Pitt flashes his hands <laughs> for 10. That's what I think about. You have the weirdest references of anybody I've ever in my life. Have you not seen Mr. and Mrs. Smith? I have, I have. but why would I remember that moment? <laughs> because he flashes his hands as 10 after he has sex with Angelina Jolie, which if I was having sex with Angelina Jolie before beating her up, I'd go. 10. You know what I remember from that movie? Action scenes. That's I don't remember shit from that movie. Yeah, to be fair, yeah, I don't know. I, don't, I watched it one time. And go I 10 years. I remember a scene from the kitchen. I mean, I give it a 9. I, mean, I it could be fairly You're dumb. <laughs> Think about it. You're I don't creepy. think it's the best issue of the series. <laughs> Two hands. But it's a great way to wrap up the stories that have been happening. To, I do like the part where he's like, so basically you have, there's uh, the new Space Knight, Moon Knight guy. Mark Spector. Um, what? That's who his name is, is Mark Spector. Yeah. Out of all the, I know that's who he is also, but he's his ta- name. He's talking about the actual, Mark Spector, the astronaut. Yeah, the Moon Knight. No, killing the wolf no. dudes. So he's the weakest because he just was formed. Mm. And so he kills him right away. And then you have... He doesn't kill him. He absorbs, he absorbs him. him. Well, he vanishes. And absorbs yeah, he's not... He's not yeah, I'm, I'm with Garrett on this one. Absorbs. It's not like he snuck up behind him, stabbed him in the throat. What's Go this? I will break those. <laughs> um, then he gets... He fights the Moon Knight, Moon Knight. What's his name? Well, I can't remember his name. Um, yeah, I know who you're talking about. Frankie Villa does the air for it. But he's such a strong personality. Well, he's the cab driver. Yep. Yeah, he's such a strong personality that it, he has to literally kill him to make him become part of himself. And then you get the part where he talks to Steven, the actor part of himself. And he's been with him the longest. He made him to cope as a kid, you know, to be like his imaginary friend. And he takes him aside and basically just talks to him because he's probably going to be. Steve ran away. Yeah, he you ran away, but then he talks he to him. ran away. Holy fuck. Looking at you, Steven. Steve, you get a 10 out of 10. But he's probably going to be the strongest because he's been around the longest. But they have a mutual understanding because they're so like, and he basically just gives up and becomes part of him, Mm -hmm. which I thought was great. So you basically get a weak guy. You get a guy that's so strong that he has to kill him. And a guy where they mutually understand where they're coming from. He's like, okay, I'll be part of you then. And then he was only afraid of disappearing. He's like, no, you'll become part of me. He's like, okay. You'll always be a part of this. So I thought that was great. I like. I really like the story in this. I liked the art a lot, but it just it felt like it was. 
I don't know. It felt like it was part of the story that maybe it wasn't a whole issue about yeah, it wasn't uh, space a monkeys. <laughs> space werewolves. I don't think give that a 10 out of 10. My favorite so far was... This is my favorite issue of the whole series. Is it? Okay. Yeah. It's it's not nine, mine, I think 7 was the one you and I gave 10 out of 10. Um, I give this one perfect because like, it finally wraps up the point of the entire story that we've been reading so far, why he needs to bring them all back. So now, now at the end of this issue, he has all his personas back under one unit, like one body. Don't look at my fucking hands when I gesture. So he's like now this one entity, and now like right away he's like, oh, I can think so much clearer. Like I know what I have to do. I have to kill Kanu. Kanu. Kanushu. Kanushu. I don't want to say his name. <laughs> he has to kill the dude with the face. Yeah, the fucking Egyptian guy. Nashu. Kanushu. Knock, knock. I was like, hey, he's correct, and you're like, I don't know. <laughs> Even though you were so sure of yourself a second ago. I, I don't I, know. It was a really great issue. Conch. This series itself is really great. Like, I <laughs> I don't know. See, you like, guys love Seven. I hated Seven. What was the Moon Knight issue? Dude, you know what? I, I think it was Space Werewolf issue. That's because it was most. the fucking best. No, I was just stupid. I don't think they give it that a ten out of ten. I'm pretty sure you did. Well, ratings. Let's face it. You throw ten out of tens like they're money. You <laughs> <laughs> got issue. that a uh, holiday eggnog. <laughs> Alex, what else we get? Natural. <laughs> I'm sorry. My thing keeps going back and forth. Uh, what your thing? <laughs> well, you know, Wonder Woman number twelve, written by Greg Rucka, art by Nicola Scott. <laughs> Uh, I gave this a rating of sexy shit. <laughs> I really like this one, but I think a part of it is that I'd read the um, Azarella run where Ares is a part of it. Mm-hmm. That I really like this. Was this year one or this was the... This year one. Okay. Because I read 11 and 12 back to back because I hadn't read 11 yet. And I can't say that either overly impressed me. The I, art was really good. This one wasn't as good as 10. Yeah, because right. ten was the strongest issue of this series. Yeah, agreed. But this is one of those. I, I'm at that point where I'm actually looking forward to what else is going to be happening because mm-hmm. I think I, it's more of I like Nicola Scott's art. Yeah. This whole messed up origin thing, like that. This whole issue, it seemed fake. Like I wasn't even convinced that that was actually Themyscira or anything. So I don't know. Mm. I, I mean, Did this, visit Themyscira in this issue. That Wait, was, oh, okay, that, that was 11. 11. Sorry. 12, they're briefing. She's yeah, no, doing the language. In 11, it is the Themyscira. That's what they learn at the end. She's well, never I, been I get again. that. What they assume is Themyscira. What are you saying? When they're there, they think it's Themyscira until the end. Where they're like, this isn't it, my home. You give it a 9 out of 10. This really issue? Like this issue yeah. I give Why? it an 8. Why? Tell me reasons. Art's great. Story is really great, especially the. Scenes I'm trying to remember what happened. Steve and uh, Diana when they're on that roof, and you kind of see them, oh, okay. their budding relationship starting. Um, the scenes with uh, Candy and uh, Miranda. Her name's Etta. Uh, Minerva. Then when they are sitting there, and you kind of see them kind of flirting Do you think back that, and forth. Yeah, I was gonna say. Well, maybe there's a little uh, new. Pretty sure, I'm pretty sure uh, Minerva's uh, digging the straight. ladies. Yeah, I'm pretty sure she is. Um, and then you also get the, when they figure out more about, what's the group called? Seer? Seer. And then it's like, it's Seer's. Ares. Mm-hmm. And then he fucking shows up for reading, uh, Ares. 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 
Holy shit. Reading his run and then seeing that point, I was like, because, I mean, Ares is going to be her number one villain. I was like, yes, okay, it's about Ares. You know what I mean? I mean, there's a lot of times when you, like when Batman, you get his Joker story, and you're like, okay, Joker again. Uh, Superman, you get uh, Lex Luthor's story. But it's, and at first, it kind of seems like, oh, this guy again. But there's certain things about Lex Luthor and Superman together, Joker and Batman, and then Ares with Wonder Woman, where it's, even though it's happened a lot of times, usually they find a good way to tell that story. And so I'm excited. Especially Greg Rucka. I mean, that's why I got it. All I want to understand is the Ares seer group thing. Like, how is Ares controlling, like, a human faction of people? He's a god. Well, and I, they're probably, I understand and, but that. But they're, they're probably... the gas they talked about. What? They talked about the gas. What gas? There's a gas, the chemical agent they released that makes you want to kill... And until you kill, you keep on a killing, or otherwise... Well, I just want to know how they came up with the name The Seer Group. Because it's Ares. I get it. I get that. But, like, why? That's just stupid. Describe- why it's just called He's the trying Ares to hide group. himself. He's trying to hide himself. He's but then they figured it out. That's when, he sh- when they figured it out, that's when he showed up. Huh. Interesting. He's the god of war. He wants people to fight. Which is weird, because in the other book, he didn't want... He wasn't even going to be god of war. That's in the future. This is the past. <clears throat> I suppose. Interesting. Yeah, I gave it an eight. I do give it an eight. I'm really liking both stories, though. Yeah. A lot. So. I wish I could the remember The conclusion that. of year one is uh, This was supposed to be away. Greg Rucka's last uh, issue, but he's moving on. He's keep doing it. Extended his contract. Oh, really? Whoa. Well, he originally talked about the interview. He's like, I'm doing 12. So I assume he's extending his contract because I saw he's on it until at least March. Hmm. Well, yeah, if you would have ended with that one, I would have been like, Oof. What the fuck just happened? Yeah, see ya. Like, I guess. <laughs> Maybe whatever. he meant... 12 of each. I'm thinking 12 of each. 24? Yeah. Which would probably be about then. That might be true. He might have said 12 months. Go back and listen to that interview. Marvin. What Next we got Daredevil number 14. You're loud. <laughs> what? Oh, yeah, you're loud. You're you going to read my you. thing. This yeah, is my just, bit. You just yelled at us. <laughs> That's what's hard about Miking Garrett is that he's never at a consistent level. You know who's always yeah, consistent? Yeah, you can't find me. Try to find me in these noise levels. You can't fucking. More importantly, you know who's uh, most consistent? This guy right here. Barely ever gets excited. That's because uh, Alex that's looks his mic. If you put a black light <laughs> oh, next to that thing. It. Oof. All right, next we got Daredevil number 14, written by Charles Soule, art by Ron Garney, colors by Matt Mia. Um, what do you think? I liked it, except I liked everything but the last two pages. Where the last two pages. pages, where Muse basically just gets arrested. Yeah, that was kind of boring. Yeah, that was like why it was like boom, boom, boom. Okay, I that this, was great. I love that. That part. he just gets arrested. Yeah, because that means more Muse. Well, I'm glad he's not dead, but like he gets taken out by and Daredevil shows restraint. He's like, I'm not going to kill him. I'm kind of glad. I, okay, it uh, sounds horrible, but having blind spot and be blinded. Right on the nose. I know, that was kind of nice. It was like, oh, so that's why we give a shit about you now. <laughs> so. I give it a 10 out of 10. Nope. It's the best issue to so far. Eight. Mm. I'll give it a nine. I enjoyed the villain. The art was the best. Ron Garney's panels in her yeah. better than this. The coloring was great. Matt Miller's mm-hmm. colors on those panels. The idea that Daryl was trying to... So he hurts... Basically, he feels remorse because he... Brought blind side. He's been his like you've been saying. He's blind been trying spot. blind spot. What did I say? Blind spot. You said blind side. That's like a big. He got blind sided because <laughs> he didn't expect blind spot. Like he was trying to nurture him to be a hero, and obviously failed in that. 
And like he, now he's almost died. He's blinded. And he like he feels that kind of conflict inside of him. He's like, no, I did this. I should fix this. And at the end, he's like, I could kill him. But he's like, I won't. And then he gets put in jail because that's the lawyer part of him. He's like, he needs to process. Yeah. And so like I thought that was great. Because as a character, Matt would, mm-hmm. like Daredevil, he would want to like finish it and get vengeance. And then he was like, but the lawyer part of him was like, no, he needs to process. So like that yeah, part I like. But I, I, I get it for the story, but it was literally like the end of an I SVU got episode where, yeah, like, oh, there's cops surrounding us. They handcuff me. I'm done. I For me, I would like to have seen at least issue 15 where they're actually fighting just a little bit longer. I know they fought for a little bit. Or at least let there be some final. Is that the fucking puncher? This is Daredevil. I'm he's not always saying he's, I'm not, but I'm not saying he's got to kill him. But yeah, it doesn't I'm sorry, kill him. But like Daredevil should be pulling at least some sort of Batman where he breaks his arm. Like dozens hey, of people. This is for her, yeah. destroying my friend's life. I'm gonna destroy your elbow. I know he lets. Well, I guess it was creepy watching uh, Muse break his own fingers. <laughs> oh yeah, I like that part. Why don't you pull off his mask or like humiliate him or something? But then like. he does take his mask off. And it's just because he does take it off him, yeah. And it's just some fucked up dude, yeah. But it was I like I know this is what you're going to do to me anyway, weren't you? Well, you're asking you're asking for that release that he's looking for, some vengeance. But he knows, like, no, I'm not. End, I never said that. You said you wanted me. him to hurt him. That was him. I want. The, you said, you, you said humiliate him, take off his mask, show him off for everybody. Well, reveal who he actually is. But that's not what Daredevil's. Matt doesn't do that. That's he did. He pulled unu- the mask that's off. That's cruel him. and unusual punishment. He Matt pulled the mask do. off him. I mean, he did just because he wanted to know who it was. Th- that's what all I said. I didn't say anything about getting. Vengeance. I said I wanted him to break his arms. That's what he said. Well, then why is that any not good for you? Because this guy slaughtered dozens of people. He steps outside and cops arrest him. Daredevil didn't. Yeah, he Daredevil was like, "Oh, I threw my baton at you." If I if I may, and I'm still on your side, but he didn't actually kill those hundred people that he made the blood from. They're just hung upside down. He killed all the Inhumans. There were severed skulls in that room. Oh, that's right. I'm just saying, he killed tons of people. You wanted to see him fight him. I wanted to see more of a. a I didn't want to see a uh, cop episode. I wanted to see a Daredevil episode where he <clears throat> he doesn't end the villain. He takes care of the villain. Where he yeah he still gets arrested, but he's not just like oh. You caught me. All right, arrest me. That's because Charles Soule's a lawyer. He knows, like, at the end of that story, he was like, well, like, he obviously can't, like, beat him up in front of the cops or even... Mm-hmm. Yeah, so but, it, it, but it was the, story. the Attilan cops. It wasn't even cop cops. I think yeah. it was cop cops. No, because the Attilan... I think he was just helping them find the suspect. Hmm. Was it them? I was okay. pretty sure it was the Attilan because it was the guy that... Um, <laughs> Go find it because I'm pretty. I, I want to say it's that guy. The uh, it is him. Yeah, the cop. But I thought he brought regular cops. Oh, no, I guess you're right. He does work for the actual cops, doesn't yeah. he? But no, he's inhuman. Yeah. Or does he work for this the couldn't be cops? a perfect issue for me because all the in- urgency about saving Blind Spot, I gave two shits about. I've never liked Blind Spot, so I did. I didn't care about Blind Spot, but I cared Since about issue one. You've cared about. So you want to get vengeance for people? You I don't where's know. this fucking vengeance word coming from? You I've want never to get wanted for people vengeance. that he took his blood from and random inhumans, but you don't care about a character that you've. Bet one of the 14 issues? I've never liked him. Daredevil's will need a sidekick, ever. But he wanted one. Why? So he could get this Rub kid it. blind? Well, he that's the thing, is that he, he didn't mean to do that. <laughs> oh my god, it's Daredevil Part 2. Or literally, yeah, blind Yeah, now he's going to teach him how to I be a hero. With Which that blind. part I'm excited for, but everything up until that no, point, I didn't like Blind Spot. Daredevil, push Blind Spot off the roof. <laughs> let him hit the ground. Blind, uh, Daredevil's not Batman, so... He doesn't need a sidekick. 
that, I agree. I don't. I don't want the sidekick thing. To me, mm-hmm. everything I've ever seen Daredevil is on his own. Like but, it should be Matt Murdock really? Daredevil. Him and Elektra. Him and not Kingpin. a sidekick. Not a sidekick. What, but it's a him and somebody else. What do you mean? I know, Blends but he doesn't need a pencil pusher to do his work for him. Hey, you pencil go, pusher. You go, you go Daredevil likes doing the pencil pushing with Elektra. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, he's having Blindspot go do all the hard, like the chores, basically. He didn't even do anything. Blindspot doesn't, doesn't have to do shit. He didn't have to do anything. He just Blindspot did it on his own. He just happened to live in Chinatown. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Couldn't be perfect, though. I don't know. It was, it, was, it was a good book. I, was, it, I actually really enjoyed it. That was a really intense. I like Muse. Muse is kind of like my, my so Marvel cool. version of um, Godspeed, where like this character, just love this character. He'll definitely be coming guy. back. So He still has one good hand. He can still ruin people's lives. Yeah. AD After Death, book one, written by Scott Snyder, art by Jeff Lemire. What do you guys think? Loved it. Really? I gave it a six. Really? Yeah. Give it a nine out of ten. Give it a nine also. Uh, this is the best I've ever seen Jeff Lemire's art. It's the Crispus. Crisp. I love Jeff Lemire's art, so I, I mean, wow. I can't agree with you there. Trillium was garbage. but No, that was fucking fantastic. You know what? I still yeah. want to get Sweet Tooth from Jeff Lemire. Yeah. That's one of those series I want to get. But I feel like the coloring and the story, like the prose even, like it all just worked together. Scott Snyder's prose really nice. in this issue were so great that I, w- I know he's written one book or he's written a short story or something like that that I was like, Man, I think I like his prose better than his actual comic work. What's mm. prose? It's the, where it's like novel version. Like I hated that. Right. Oh, really? I loved it. It took it me so right. Good. It took me right out of the book. Well, I mean, we. I told you when you went into it, I was like, it's mostly prose. Mm. There's like pages of comics, but that's it. So, what's that thing you were mentioning earlier that you like about AD? That I they're not dead. What do you mean? You said they weren't dead. Well, the, I understand. It's that. in a world where you, where death's been cured. The way I understood it, it's in. It's an area. That was literally the, the, the so what's he listening tagline for, for the the tagline for the series is in a world where nobody can die, how do people live? So oh. what's he listening for? He's this. I I don't know what that is. I think I, I assumed it was he's listening for souls of people who are dead. No, I think it's some sort of uh, expedition that they were doing. He's and they went out and they never came back so they're listening for a distress call maybe this thing is spreading because like if you think of that frog panel like it was only that one spot yeah where like everything was dying and everything else was it was expanding out so i wonder if they're testing the boundary of where this after death area is like people can stay alive <laughs> inside the box but outside the box we don't know steven i want another drink Come <laughs> um yeah, I, I really like the prose part a lot. Prose, um, the art thought was really great because it added like you would have like a paragraph of stuff and then there would be a picture. Mm-hmm. And the picture was always like the thing, like the perfect thing to draw for that paragraph. Yeah, it was. There's a part where like his mom's in the hospital bed. There's a part when they're at the house looking at the painting. Isn't she the, dead? The mom. Yeah. 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 So it was death cured or death was cured as an adult. Yeah. When he is an adult. So she <laughs> and he are both dead. Dad and mom are dead. I don't know about dad. Didn't he mention that? I thought he died over. too. No, they didn't mention that. Dad he was only worried about his mom dying. But because they've said it, they said in the book a couple of times, they're like, how, how, how many cycles have you been here? Yeah. So it's like how many life cycles? Like the normal life cycle? Oh. You need to reread this book, Alex. <laughs> yeah, but I couldn't get it. Was, I got that part. You couldn't really get into it because no. of the pros? I mean, I'll continue to get it just to have it. But I was, 
No, it. The pros really took me out of it. I really loved it so much. That pros. I like the cow. I even thought at a point I was like, because there's certain parts where there is actual comicking, mm-hmm. and I was like, I kind of wish this was all just pros, pros and like pictures. But yeah, I know that you, made me miss like witches by Scott Snyder, like just um, you know Batman, obviously. But you really know if you just give page to paper for, uh, sorry, paper to pen for Scott Snyder that he can really just take you to a pretty creative place. For nope, never left this plane of existence. Hmm. I'm trying to think. Witches, what do we got? Witches, Batman. Um, what else has Scott has Scott written? That Wake, Wake, uh, American Vampire, Superman Unchained, <laughs> Superman Unchained. What's that Gotham book? Batman, Gotham. Oh, Gotham by I uh, know uh, Gotham Gates of Gotham. Gates of Gotham, which was awesome. I think that was him and Kyle Higgins. Yeah. Detective storyline. Detective. I think if it's creator own work, I think this is his best. Better than American Vampire for me, I think. Yeah. And, I mean, it really I'm, is a story where, like, if you've lit at the end of Witches, <laughs> do you remember? If, did you read the background editor for Witches ever? Yeah. When he talks about like the main, only fear he has in life is dying. Mm-hmm. So now he's making a comic with like, if you can't die, like, what else do you fear? In the beginning, like, he feared so much that his mom dying, and then now he's in a world where nobody can die, mm-hmm. but his mom's already gone. So you know what I mean? So it's like. It's weird that the one thing that he feared in life would have been solved if his mom lived a little longer. Yeah, I read this last night and finished it this morning, and I'm like, I'm it's so a long book. I'm so pumped that next week already the second book comes out. Oh, is like, it? Like, I okay. want to read I'm that like right away because I just want to know more. I mean, originally it's supposed to be one graphic novel, but he broke it into three parts. Which I don't know. I wouldn't have liked to see just the whole thing. Yeah, but I understand why. Like money wise, it probably didn't work out. I mean, not money wise, but like time wise, they probably like knowing. These two were probably late on it, so like, oh, we'll release one part now, and then we'll release in three parts. But yeah, I really do think that it's probably Scott's best work by his own creator on work, and Jeff Lemire does add a lot to it. Yeah, in a way that doesn't really take away from like, you know, and don't get it wrong, like he's not just art. I'm, he's definitely on the concept with Scott Snyder, so that's both their world. It's not just Scott's. It's, but it showed more. It was just it said that writing was just Scott Snyder. It yeah. did, but I'm sure they both worked together oh. on the story. Lies. The best part for me actually was there's a part where they talk about like his mom dying. Really, f- I mean, his mom being sick really felt like a bunch of his family members and him were on uh, frozen lake and they're all having fun, and but he can't get out of his head being like. Yeah, but there's water underneath there. Like, what if this ice breaks? We could all drown. Mm-hmm. And his mom being okay because she was sick, and they're like, "Oh, she's fine. She just has a vitamin D deficiency, right? Vitamin mm-hmm. D." Yep. And he's and he kept thinking in his back of his mind. He's like, "Yeah, they said that, but is that true? Like, what if she gets sick again?" And so, like that nagging feeling back in her head, like, "Oh yeah, everybody's happy, but I know there's a possibility that maybe she's not okay." Like that when his his thought of that, the personification of that fear. Of being like on that that lake and knowing that any second it could go down and they could all drown was like the perfect moment where I was like, yeah, that's the fear of death. It's like at any second, like if you really do, I know some people really don't think about it, but like if you really do fear about like dying all the time. It really is like, yeah, everybody acts like because when you drive a car, like you could drive a car a block away, and for some people you're like, oh, I'm driving a car a block away, but some people fear death so much that they're like, at any second, like somebody could crash into me and I could die. 
Because most people die in car crashes. It's a very high uh, probability when you get in a car. It's usually within five miles of your house. Yeah, it's a very high probability you're going to die in a car crash. So to have that kind of fear being like, yeah, everybody goes about life being all happy. And he even says, like, how can you be on this lake right now all happy and stuff? Like, don't you realize there's a bunch of water under here? We could crash any second. And that he doesn't think that way. They all, they all just go on throughout life being happy. But he's always worried about what could happen about dying because of his mom. And, I mean, a lot of people think that way. And I know Scott thinks that way because of witches and the back matter. He said that's what he thinks. His number one fear to that every night when he goes to sleep, he worries about himself dying. He worries about his son dying. And it's that fear of death that kind of holds him back in life. And to make a book be like, okay, well, what happens if nobody can die? How do people live then? I think is actually, this might be Scott's most personal book. And I think so far, actually, I think it's really great. Yeah, I'm... Very, <clears throat> I want more. That's all I can say is I want more, more, more right now. I do like though. How much was it? Five ninety nine. I think it for five ninety nine is pretty good value. That's like the pretty, cover was nice. Covers nice. The pages yeah. are really nice. Marvel. Uh, take what a was hint. it like? Forty. I don't know how many pages this, but it's a good no, number. I was, of pages. Lo- I was longer than forty. It was probably sixty. Yeah, fifty, 60. sixty. Yeah. Like that was good quality, and I was mm-hmm. like, if it would have came out as a graphic novel, it probably would have been about twenty bucks, probably. Something yeah. thirty. So it's going to be a little cheaper, 18. Yeah. But they didn't like, they didn't skip out and be like, oh, we'll put on three parts and just put it out as a comic. They put it out like, well, let's make it actually worth $6. I thought yeah. that was really great. Yeah, I agree with Alex. I wish it was normal comic size or like graphic oh, yeah. novel yeah. size. Cause it's just really, be I love the size of that book. Uh, it's cool. It's cool reading wise, it wise, but collecting wise, it's kind of a pain in the ass. You don't, I know you don't give a shit. How about that criminal that's that size? No, I bought the one that was regular size. Yeah, because like you can't file that once you have a giant fucking filing. It'd be one of those. Yeah, if you had a big file cabinet where you could actually put them. It'd be one of those books you just put on your desk. Yeah, get one of those uh, like those things, magazine Thanks. holders. <laughs> Do you never point out for our people, our guests. I said magazine holders. People know what that is. I mean, those are the those are all the comics we were. Anything else you guys want to talk about? I mean, we're already uh, holiday special. Did you read holiday? I never special? read it. You got it though, don't you? I We're did. running a little waste uh, short, actually. So when you want to talk about anything, waste else? of your money. Well, it's almost got it. Oh, you can. Yeah, yeah. Short. <laughs> oh, it's really. Oh, well, I didn't look at the time. I looked at the length of the episode. Uh, yeah. Well, just the one thing about the DC special. I love those DC specials in the past, and they really didn't do anything in the New Fifty Two. I don't believe. I don't think I saw it in Fifty Two. Not for a holiday. So now DC Rebirth, they were like, "Oh, let's do a holiday special." And so far, I haven't gotten through it yet. But right. so far, what I read, I was like, ah, "Man, it was really like ten bucks." It all seems like they were like, we got to do a holiday special instead of being like, hey, I have some ideas for holiday It wasn't special. good holiday stories. There's only one story that I read that I remember that was good. And that's saying that I usually love these holiday specials. Right. It's not saying that I, I know they're out of continuity, just random stories. I wasn't getting this book being like, okay, well, it's going to be in continuity. No, it's always just like random things about Booster Gold, Blue Beetle, like doing Christmas stuff. But it feels like we're so early into this rebirth thing that it's like Superman, Batman. It's a little too soon. I like seeing like the kind of, you know, you know, yeah. Mr. Gold, stuff like that. So, well, I want to read it, but yeah, I, from don't your guys' it, reviews, it, don't, don't go out of your time. Did don't you read the whole way. thing? Yeah. It, it honestly took me about 40 minutes to read, but it's because I was getting tired of reading it. Mm. The only one I liked was there's a Batman Superman story that was good. Yeah. Otherwise, the rest of it was. Who's that written by? I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. Okay. That's the thing, too. It's not really the regular writers. That's I wonder like, if they're trying to bring those, uh, that talent. Was that the one where you're looking for the Christmas, the toy? Yeah, that's the one I was thinking. Yeah, that Batman one's actually good. That one was good. It was a nice... Oh, that, that, that almost touches you right in the feelers. Mm. 
this the rest of it was just them trying to make Steve, money. Steve, we didn't ask you, what do you think of One Woman, uh, Daredevil, and After Death, 10 out of 10? Man, you just give 10s all the time. That's Steven, though. He's a, he's a, he's a positivity kind of guy. I'm the Grinch over here. You know, here. you're a Rod Alex to drink. He's going to be mad about that. Better watch out. What do you think I'm being the Grinch right now? <laughs> uh, Wednesday Comics 605 at gmail.com. Tell us uh, what you liked on the last few weeks that we missed. Let us know if you like that holiday special. Um, if you do, you're wrong. <laughs> hey, at least at least they made it a good cover for it was good. I mean, even the cover. I like, like the original cover that I saw. It was like a Batman, Wonder Woman, and Superman ornament on the cover. Oh, really? And they didn't release that cover. And I was like, that sucks. Like, I guess they went for the whole poster kind of cover. Follow the show at Wednesday Comics on Twitter. Follow Alex at Alex Pastrallo. Alex, how do you spell your name? A-L-E-X-P-R-O-S-T-R-O-L-L-O. Follow Garrett at Garrett2188. Follow me at Marvin underscore Saguero. That's M-A-R-V-I-N underscore S-A-L-G-U-E-R-O. I should also say Garrett is G-A-R-O-T-2188. Follow the show on Facebook, facebook.com slash Wednesday Comics Com. That's Wednesday Comics C-O-M. Find us on iTunes underneath Wednesday Comics. Rate, review, subscribe. You know what you should do, Jared? It's the holiday season. Give the gift of Wednesday Comics. Uh, go to your grandma's house and say, hey, grandma, I'm going to use your computer real quick. Subscribe to Wednesday Comics for your grandma. She'll love it. Of course. Hey, Granny, how you doing? Subscribe to Wednesday Comics <laughs> for your aunts, your sister, your cousin. Hey, ladies. <laughs> how you and doing? your uncles. Uh, follow hey, us on Google Play, Stitcher Radio, SoundCloud. Download and subscribe. And on SoundCloud, what do we leave? Love those hearts. Leave you know some why? hearts. The holiday special, you give hearts out to everybody. Yeah. So if you love the holidays, give us a heart on SoundCloud. Yeah, you should definitely give us a listen uh, on your way to your family's house if it's not so close away. I mean, not too close. You can go some, do some traveling. Did I upload the show on us. SoundCloud last week? <laughs> I, I doubt it. <laughs> no wonder we aren't getting any hearts. I don't know if I did. You guys are breaking people's hearts. You know why? An iTunes, Google Play, and this is a little behind the scenes for you guys. All three of those, Stitcher Radio, I uploaded to one place and they all get it. SoundCloud, I got to go to their fucking site individually <laughs> and fucking upload it individually. <clears throat> so SoundCloud, get your shit together. Learn how to read an RSS feed. Um, I mean, happy holidays, SoundCloud. I mean, everybody, what do you, what do you, what do you get for Christmas? What I get or what do I give? What do you, what did you get today? We had a little uh, Christmas shindig with Missing Child Corey Walls. <laughs> Let's talk about that for a quick second here, and then we'll let everybody go. I got some uh, Blackest Night, Green Lantern, Blackest Night. I've got Green Lantern. No Fear. No Fear. And Issues. And Issues. I knew you loved Issues. Love Issues. And then I got, I have a mental, oh, uh, Punisher versus the Marvel Universe. Garrett, what'd you get? I got Justice, written and drawn by Alex Ross. Booyah. So, can't wait to read that. And also, 52. Book one. Book one of two. New edition, yeah, where they have the stories in that book. That's right. All the first 26. Not a milestone, but just halfway through. Half, League, halfway through a year. Justice League New Frontier, uh, Darren Cook, some good Darren Cook action. Good. Authority, book one and two from uh, the Wallace family. The twins. Corey? Hey. <laughs> Corey, we like Steve better than you. Steve, what'd you get? Steven got Steve, I'll never give you a gift for the rest of my life. Oh, he didn't get you anything, no. You're a douche, Well, Steve. Alex is going to take it back his gift because you didn't bring him a drink. Burn it right in front of you. That's the holiday spirit. Uh, <laughs> Keep warm, Steven. What are they saying in uh, Die Hard? Yippee-yay-kaye, motherfucker. What the fuck is wrong with you? What? You just ruined the shit out of that. 
You said yippee-yi-ki-yay, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> That's not how it fucking goes. Why are you yelling? Because I'm pissed. It's, it's Christmas Other people time. are sleeping I mean, in this does, house. Doesn't he say a Christmas thing in that movie? Yippee-ki-yay, motherfucker. Ho, ho, ho. Oh, now I have a machine gun. Ho, ho, ho. Well, hopefully that's what you get for Christmas. For Wednesday. Machine gun. Comics. Everybody have a happy holiday season. And, uh, what was it for the new year? What the fuck am I talking about? Happy, happy holiday season. This show would, should come out uh, the day before Christmas Eve. So listen to the show with your family and let them know that I am Marvin. I'm Alex. I'm Garrett. Everyone, keep turning those pages. Have a Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs>